What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Field level edition. I got Moose in the house. I got Juice in the house. We're going to break down Ye's new album. Good music is coming strong. Everybody's featured. Everybody's coming that's on the label. We're going to talk about that. Summertime Shy has finally arrived. It's 70s out. We're just getting started. We're all going to go through some things that we like to do in the summer in the best city in the country. Keep it locked. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Listen up. No catch up Chicago field level edition is back. Moose, juice, ain't seen the boys in a while, but we're in here. About to chop it up real heavy. Juice. Yes. How you been? Great. What's good? Great. Great. Life. You got a lot you got a lot going on right now. Yeah, yeah. I got I got a few things happening. Um I got a new job, man. So that's very hey, cool. Let's go. Thank you. I got a new job. I'm gonna be teaching some young kids in uh, Garfield Park in the next uh, couple months. So I got the summer off. So that's been kind of a, a process, you know, transitioning into that. Uh, traveling, been in the mountains. Um, I was in Montana. For you about said that shit days. like you was getting a promotion though. Like this is a whole different yeah career pivot. vibe, career pivot. Yeah, yep. that's what's up. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, and I've been traveling. I, I know you've been on the road a little bit as well, a little. Yeah. Um, so I've been trying to also get out there, experience some shit. Uh, Montana was amazing. I was in New York for a few days. Uh, I'm going to Michigan over the weekend with the team. So yeah, man, life is. Fucking beautiful, honestly. Great energy right now. How about you, Moose? Uh, I just touched. I just touched down from Wyoming off the PJ. You know, I was out, <laughs> I was out in Jackson Hole. Nah, folks is at the listening party. <laughs> I got I got clout like that. <laughs> I couldn't even make it to Wyoming and Chicago. So yeah, uh, I've been good, man. The weather's been nice. We got a new Yay album. I can't really ask for more. Um, just ready to hustle, man. Yeah, I've been enjoying the finals too, even though it hasn't been much of a final. It's, it's fun watching the Warriors go stupid, oh, silly. I, I, and I know Little loves that. I know Little enjoys it too. It we don't. I, you already know what time it is. I, I don't like those guys at all. So we can we don't have to talk about that. Yo, nothing this gets feel me level. You feel me? This is the feel level edition. We can. I, I, all I do is talk about the fucking Warriors all day, every day. They're like in my dreams. I hate them. Yeah, you really do. I it's, really hate those dudes. Uh, it's, like, it's not even a question. It's funny how much you hate them. Yeah. Well, let's jump into it. Yeah. Good music. In one way or another, Kanye's kind of just... Captivated us again. Captivated us again. Yeah. Like, yeah. across the board, with clothes, with political talk, with motivational talk, <laughs> now with music, and it's just kind of like Kanye doing his thing. Like... He kind of logs back onto Twitter. You're like, "Yay, Kanye's back!" And next thing you know, you're he's you're he's a you're talking about him all day, every day for the next mm-hmm. six weeks in a row. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, not that I don't. I mean, I don't really mind because I mean, I'm locked in on all his stuff. I like his fashion. I like his music. Mm-hmm. I like the dude. Period. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's been dope for me. But let's talk about this album. Because I, I want to talk about Daytona, but this is no catch up Chicago. So we're going to we're going <laughs> to kick off the album review with Yay. Yes. But good music. He's dropping all these. He, he's coming out with everybody. Kim and him and Cuddy. Yep. He's he just dropped. Yay. That, that Cuddy's supposed to be today. Yeah. Tonight. Should be out hours when, away. when this when this podcast drops. 
that album should be out already. So that'll yes. be dope. Tiana Taylor, she's been on the back burner for a minute. That's yeah. supposed to drop. So it's a lot to talk about. Nas, Nas too. Nas, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about the good music cat, but yeah, I'm excited for that Nas piece. Yeah. I think this and this yay reminder, we're gonna get into it as well, but gave me a reminder on who the king of production is. Nobody's fucking with this cat on production. Nobody. Like, there's some dudes out there that make a lot of heat and it's you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of a lot of bass, a lot of different shit, but it's intricate. But this dude's just on another level, and I get he's sampling a lot of stuff, but when I hear his production, I'm like, yo, this dude's on another level. There's yeah. nothing else like it. Yeah, it just kind of hits you in your in your sternum. You know what I'm saying? You can feel that shit through your chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and like you say about the production and people, other producers out there, like you got Metro, you got Murder on the Beats, you got these young kids who do make heat. But like you said, it's, it's just, different. It's a different level of soul when it comes to yeah. It's just a different level of soul, and it's it's what we come to expect. And the man is versatile, dog. Absolutely versatile. Like the more we talk about this this album, like we'll hit on just the versatility because he kind of incorporates what these young boys have kind of injected into the game, mm-hmm. into his own music, and it's it's amazing. It's dad, you know. It's, it's dad talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's dad. All right, this is so my thing. So like obviously. We got Cuddy and Ye coming out. Ye came out. Daytona came out. I want to talk about your guys' listening process. Like, tonight, Cuddy and Ye is dropping. That's something that I'm going to lock into. I'm something that I'm sure that's what you guys are going to lock into as well. Is there a process? Like, how do you listen to your album? Moose, I'm going to start with you. Like, do you hop in the whip? Do you sit on? Do you, do you lay on the bed and throw on headphones? Do you clean? Like what? Like how do you listen to your album to really take it in? Yeah, man. Because you're never gonna you never get the album when you're with your boys kicking it and you're like you're about to go out and you throw it on. No, it's never that. Especially Rarely. a gay album that has the potential to be so decisive. You yeah. want to hear it for yourself first without any outside influence, right? Um, no doubt. I think my my process for yay album specifically, the internet's gonna blow up whenever he's putting something out right so like uh in this case i had the app up the the wave app yeah wave with the live stream of wyoming um i had like reddit hip-hop heads up the kanye forums everything just clicking refresh refresh just seeing what people think and everything uh but my ultimate test is probably the gym man like interesting if yeezus is my favorite because yeezus you can fucking go ham yeah lift some iron to that shit right um Dark Fantasy, same in some cases. Pablo, same. Yeah. This is a little different. It was. It was. So what exactly do you think uh, separates this one from the last or from the, you know, My, my Beautiful Dark or, or Pablo? Like, yeah. Why, is, why does this one have a different feel for you? I think we've all, we've all kind of been witnesses of the yay rollout ever since he hopped back on Twitter. This has all been one big marketing plan, right? For sure. More or less, I think his music definitely. Sounds, I I don't know. I don't know. I, if, I don't know if it all is. It, it's. I think it's a little bit of both because, like, I don't. I think he's so like in his head a lot that I don't know if he's like, I'm gonna jump on Twitter, stir the pot completely, mm-hmm. then do a listening party in Wyoming and have everybody be all over it. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think he thought that far ahead. Yeah. But I think once he gets people on the hook, he's like, oh shit. I got everybody's attention. Now yeah. I could do a couple things with this. I think and, he's smart yeah. enough to realize that whenever he talks, people listen. 
Yeah. And, and we, we create the marketing. Exactly. We create the marketing. We are the marketing. He we has are the little apple. fish, and we're just, eh, eh, yeah. give it to us, yay. We need it. And, I mean, the man, we, when you talk about the listening process, Sean, I think my listening process has changed. How so? Be- because of, of yay. I'll never forget being in AMC on Maple in Evanston, mm-hmm. and he created the listening party to a, on, on a global scale. Like those things used to happen in the studio all the time, but what he did, he, he kind of made it on a, on a much much bigger scale. So listening to that kind of made me almost like want to sit with my music a lot more than I used to. I used to always commute on the train, whatnot, r- ride a bike. Uh, hit the car, drive in the car. That's still standard. But recently, last couple of years, I've been like just sitting in a room just by myself or with a couple of friends, just not talking a lot. Just kind of playing it loud, you know, just letting that shit spin. Because the first the first spin is never, never always does it justice, you know? Yeah. You need a couple, you need a couple spins before you can feel that shit and actually hear what's happening. So I've I've kind of discovered over the last, you know, two, three years, like I said, that you need to actually be in a, a small kind of a peaceful space to experience stuff like this. That's kind of how I've, um, oh yeah, uh, developed. But I, I do love the mosh. I do love that that whole that whole vibe. I think that Ye kind of uh, made that more of a global thing, and kind of gave us a window into the studio. But man, it's nothing like being in that room, hitting that ball of that joint, and listening to that to, to those vibes, man. Just sitting. I mean, in many silent. ways, you gotta set the mood for a Yay album. You know, like you gotta make time. Fuck you're, yeah. you're gonna stop everything you're doing just to listen to that. Sometimes it's an hour and a half. This time it's twenty minutes. But twenty minutes. <laughs> We're gonna get into that too. We're gonna talk about that. I think for me, it kind of depends who the artist is. Like a Uzi Vert. First off, I'm not clamoring to sit down and listen to a Uzi Vert album anyway See, that's such a good point there's a very few select folks that the album is out and i actually go through the product because i'm like you juice i want to sit down i rather, i want to listen to it by myself yeah and to kind of counter what you were saying about the forums and the reddit and shit i don't want that to cloud my shit yeah, either i, I want to get i want to because I feel like I'm a mentally strong dude, but like I think everyone's susceptible to like reading something and you kind of of course, and then you listen to it and it kind of taints your shit. Yeah, so I try to, uh, yeah, exactly, a little influence. I try to avoid Twitter, <laughs> avoid all that. Listen to it first, and then I can then I could go jump in opinions like, oh, I agree with that. I don't agree with that so much. Mm. Let me go back and listen to it. Whatever. So yeah, I'm with you, Juice. I like to sit down. I used to like to rock with it in a car. Yeah. But I don't have a car anymore. Yeah. So that was like, that was like the ultimate. I remember when T.I. King came out. Oh, wow. And I played that. I was like 17 years old. Is that with Top Back? That was, oh my God, bro. Dude, the first time I heard Top Back... Dude, Manny Fresh, those drums, those horns. Yo, Yo did you take it? That seat? shit was crazy. Did yeah. you recline your seat like 45 angles, 45 degrees? It was, al- yeah. it was already yeah. there. Like, you feel me? Man. It was already 45. <laughs> <laughs> One hand on the, you know on the steering wheel. Like so I used, to be, a, I steering used to be a whip guy, but now it's I'm sitting down at the crib yeah, listening. I, yo, and I'm a, ear, I'm a headphone guy too. Even if I'm by myself, I don't, I mean... My sound system's not, I guess, fire enough to like. 
I like to yeah. really try to hear that shit as well as possible. So I'll sit down with headphones, run it, and then be like, all right, like that's what I did with that four 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 from Hove. Yep. Sit down, listen to this shit. And he was spitting that talk on I mm-hmm. and thoroughly enjoyed listening to that album front yeah. to back. Like I did the same thing that morning as I sat on my couch with the headphones yep. and just like put it on repeat. It's like, wow, like this hours. is fire. He's spitting facts on here. Yeah. And yeah, so that's my process. I'm a big I sit down. I listen to it. I try to soak it all in, and I try to make my own opinion before I jump on the internet and try to bring something to the table that maybe is not even being talked about yet or something like that. But, yeah, that's, that's all interesting shit. It's interesting to hear how people listen to music because it's all different, no doubt. It is, and that's a that's a good point earlier. Like, I'm not going to, like, be ready to listen to or make an appointment to sit down and listen to, like, the new uh, Cardi. Like I love that dialect. I think it's cool. It's it's, it's nice to vibe to. But like I I listen to it the day after, yeah, or a couple of days after. So yeah, or I, or I'm in there skipping around looking for a fire beat. Yeah, like there's like exactly. I'm, I'm putting Yates front away. to back. It's yeah. run. It's oh, yeah. running. Yes. Like I could hop on a like when that Cardi album came out. I listened to a cra- track thirty seconds. I'm skipping. Yeah. And it's like stuff like, but like, yay, hove. Yeah, it's different. It's different, definitely. There's tears to this shit. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about the top three tracks. Since I kicked it off with Moose Juice, you can lead the way. Let's go through our top three, which is, I mean, I'm basically asking you to name half the album. Yeah, you are. But <laughs> I feel like we're all in the same boat where we have a we have a lot of respect for the album as a whole as it is. So I want to hear your top three. Give me a little couple reasons why you're rocking with those tracks. Yep. And uh, we'll go from there. Let's talk to me. I like, um, honestly, man, I love Francis and the lights on yes. this on that first track. I thought about killing you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just the juxtaposition of his thoughts and that darkness that he's talking about that that like that mental that mental illness you know that he's really talking about with that that light that Francis is bringing like mm-hmm. just that back and forth is is amazing. Um, it, it, it's captivating early. So I love that, and then obviously two 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 minute two twenty mark, he starts trapping hard. Yep, time to bring in the drums. That bum 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 bum, takes the coke on her tongue. You know that shit. It just goes crazy. Mm-hmm. So I love that track. I love that he started with that. Uh, it's deep. It's crazy. It's cathartic, and I just thought it was amazing way to start the album. Um, and then I like. All mine. I thought all mine. So was that's a, your first. That's your yeah. favorite joint. Though? It is. It is. I don't want to wow. say. I don't want to say Ghost Town because that's like the lazy. The, I, I don't feel like like like, like that's my like, Ghost Town's a crowd favorite. That's exactly. Sure. Everybody likes Ghost Town, so I'm not gonna say that that's my favorite. And I mean, I love it, but I the it's just something about the 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 clashing on that first track that just keeps me going back. Yeah, it just clashes. The vibes clash, and I love that shit. And he's talking so real and so open and like so cathartic, mm-hmm. like that that extreme outlet. So I love that. Um, yeah, what did he say in the middle of that? I really rocked with it. Was um, see if I was trying to relate to more people, I would say I'm struggling <laughs> with loving myself because yeah. that seems like a common theme. But that's not the case here. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I started laughing when he said that. <laughs> it's like, funny, right? I, I, it's like, funny. I like started laughing. I was like, yo, this is. This is classic Kanye West. Yeah, right? that's like this a minute is, and a half into the track already. I was like, is yeah. this dude going to stop rapping? I, I'm okay nah, with this. Like, he's just like talking. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the most beautiful thoughts come from the darkest. 
Like, that shit is real. And it's just, like, pure unfiltered thoughts right there, you know, without any bias. Mm-hmm. Just saying what I feel. Like, hey, you got to love that. Juice, man. I'm, I'm going to hop on this, this ahead, with you, too, yeah, all right? This, this is my take. This is going to be a hot one. I Thought About Killing You is a top five yay song. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I, my God. I knew it. I knew it the night I listened to it. Dude. The, the wow. Way, the way it made me feel, the way, like, it did. He was it just does make talking. you feel. Yeah. It was just, he could be talking to anybody. Like, he, I, it, my interpretation is that he was talking to his demons. Because we know he's coming from a place of, like, mental illness or yeah. bipolarness, yeah. right? Both. I, th- I see him as talking to his demons, seeing, like, listen, if, you know, when you're bipolar, you got two sides, right? Yeah. He's talking to his other side. He was, he's just being manic. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, that whole, the, the trap switch up in the end was like, wow. Not only is this a motivational speech, this is a certified banger. Yeah. This is something I want to see on stage. This is something I want to yell to. Yeah. I can see him performing this, that shit, like the intro being kind of crazy. Yeah. And like him standing up on the stage in some crazy outfit and it's like premeditated murder and people are just losing their shit. I can see it. I can see it. So, I mean, top, top five. That's crazy. That's, that's not. That's nonsense. Yeah, that's that's. I, mean, that's like I, I firmly, yeah. I firmly stand by yeah, it. That by the, <laughs> it's the stand to each his own, my man. Hey, but to go back to, to the feeling, you know, when you have a classic album, is when you listen to it the first time, and you're like, "That was fire." Yeah. Because then you go back and listen to it again and again and again, and you're like, "Wow, like that that shit. This is really fire." Um, you really appreciate it. You really Just appreciate sonically. it. So, like, yeah, mm-hmm. hey, man. I can't argue with if when Moose says he he felt a certain way. You can't argue. No, with that. not at so all. So it, 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 it to each his own, and I, I feel that. Yeah, I, I I get that feeling. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, I also like all mine. Valet on the track, on the hook, incredible. Yay, talking about uh, titties. I can pay attention <laughs> to two things at once. Um, That's a line you got. Talking laugh about at. the titty shop. It's like comedy, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly, amazing. Exactly. The delivery, the grandiose, just bro. The delivery. This guy. Put out on this on this uh, little EP, mm-hmm. the delivery has never been this sharp. Some of the words and the wordplay, and just the overall straight up delivery, the way he's giving us these words mm-hmm. and these lyrics, it's so sharp, so sharp. I thought some of that so on all mine was some of the most um, sharp and just cool delivery that we've seen from Ye. Um, just so well constructed, and then uh, Ghost Town with. Fucking PND on the track, which I did not know. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that was PND at first. Thought mm-hmm. it was yeah, thought, me it, thought it was somebody else. And then I thought it was Chance. And then I thought it was Cuddy. But yeah. it turned out to be PND, uh, John Legend, then Cuddy, and then Ye and Shake. Mm-hmm. Shake's um, gonna be a star, by the way. Shake is Shake is a star. Shake doesn't write. Shake just like streams thoughts. Truly, she really? doesn't have like construct into her music. Y'all should check. I don't her. know the star. I don't. I don't see the star shit. power yet. You know she was on Santeria on Daytona too, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. She, yeah, she's got a, she's got a great voice, man. Her, her uh, voice is crazy. She yeah. keeps hanging around with yeah. I think like the production is gonna is gonna be. There. I mean, if she keeps hanging around with those cats and they keep letting her on music, well, then I mean, you know, she'll find her voice. She, she doesn't guys. have for me. I don't see this the like the OD star power. I mean, unless she's gonna do features the rest of her shit, like. Could could Shake come out with an album right now and you'd be like, yo, dropped, this is wild? Drop the EP. Yeah, but it's right. And some of that shit's fire. Mirrors is fire. I, I, I listened to Mirrors. Did you? Did you watch, did you watch the video too? No, I didn't see the video. Who's, who that else is on Mirrors? EP. Nobody. Mirrors is just her? Yeah. 
Maybe I need to go back and check it out. The Glitter EP is solid, for real. It's solid. She has decent-ass music. There like, decent-ass music. Like, some feely music. And her voice mm-hmm. her voice is just a little bit unique. So, I fuck with Shake. I think... I'm just going to go ahead and name my three, because I think Moose burned all his up when he said <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we, we know Moose is <laughs> number one. That's yeah. all that matters. We know, what, we know how Moose feels about that track. now. we're going to come back to you. But I, I do want to touch on the All Mine. First off, when I listened to the album, the first thing that stood out to me was the production. Like I mentioned right when we came on, that shit's just next level. It's different. I actually was reading a couple hot ass takes about Ye. Obviously, some cats that don't like Ye. That was it on the Ringer by any chance? Uh, they were bashing my man's on the Ringer. I don't know if it was the Ringer. It was Twitter. Okay, but it was like this guy samples everything. Everything's a sample, 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 sample. He got Ghost Riders. He's this. He's that. Like, yeah. How how much of a true musician is he? He doesn't. None of his beats are from scratch. That's wack. Yada yada yada. But to keep an open mind, I was like, I get what you're saying, but no one else can do the no one else can do what he's doing. Period. No one else can put this shit together like this. No one's sampling the stuff that he was pulling out. So I'm not trying to hear that. Mm-hmm. And and then and then on the flip side of that, I read another awesome tweet. I can't I should start writing these dudes down just to give them some love. <laughs> but they said sampling is dope because it brings Different generations together. Yeah. Like, you could hear a song from the 60s that you're bringing into some in 2018, and it's hot. Yeah. It, it kind of brings those different different time periods together. So I thought that was a good point, too. You know what I'm saying? So, And the way Ye samples is it's not normal. He's taking, like, bits from songs, like three or four songs, and putting them into one song. Mm-hmm. Like, Power has four songs that were created in the past that are sampled. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Power is one of his biggest songs ever. And, like, that's a crazy, like, piece of construction. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I just don't understand the sampling argument that people try to put on him, you know? I don't like, get that either. Sampling is a foundation of hip-hop. I mean, people people have been doing it way before Ye. Yeah. And, like, to come at him and say, oh, he's not original? Well, not, none, of, none of hip-hop kind of is, if you think about it. It's because he's the best at it. And, and they don't influence. like you when you're the best. Yeah. He can bring in so many, so many different genres. He can bring in like, yeah, oh seven zero seven zero shake, yeah, and uh and a uh, Paul McCartney for real. and make it work for real, you know right? What I'm right, and no one can do that. No one. And no Tony one. Williams. He put uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Tony Williams, dog. Yeah, but I knew this is when I I picked all mine because the production that like I don't even know what that noise is. I what, I what did I call it before we were about to hop on like a percussion? A snare. Drum. It's like a yeah. It's like is it like a, just a hard ass snare? Yeah, I think it is. Okay, yeah. Well, whatever it is. I don't, I mean I'm not <laughs> that musical dude <laughs> like that. That boom, like whatever that was. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I heard that, I lost it. But then like these are Kanye verses that people love, and I love it. I, I love it right with them. If I pull up with Kerry Washington, that's going to be an enormous scandal. I could have a, a Naomi Campbell and still might and still might want me a Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Like I'm in, I'm listening. Like, like yes, yes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like yes, like you're right, bro. Like this is the where is this Some of the guy? Most beautiful been at? thoughts come from the darkest. <laughs> right, Seriously, that shit is beautiful. The wordplay, dude. 
You might have to enjoy your sample. All these thoughts on Christian Mingle almost got Tristan single. I, yeah. I almost spit on my water yeah, when bro. I was listening to that. Like dude. relevant. Relevant. He always <laughs> oh, he always brings in the relevance with his family. Yeah. He's never been shy to bring Kim in the rotation. Like I don't I can't remember what track it was, but like Kim called me, said we gonna lose everything. My wife, yeah. Yeah, like you better chill. Like he always brings in Kim. He brings in what's really popping. Yeah. And he kind of just takes steam off of shit. Like, he's taken a lot, like, if you want to say it or not, he's taken a lot of steam off Tristan with that that few bars. Like, so if true. you yeah. can't ball like Tristan and Kobe, she's going to fucking leave you. Cats are like, yeah, I mean, he cheated, but, you know, he a hooper and shit, so. So he's got the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. you know. Putting the same you know what I'm saying? Kobe, so. Right. Yeah, he's got, uh, he's got a pass. No, for real, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fascinating, like, dynamic right there. Because he brings like levity to these stressful situations, yeah. like he's kind of like speaking in this weird little stressful place, and like almost adding some comedic relief mm-hmm. that we need. And like you say, Tristan, Tristan appreciates that. Absolutely, uh, no doubt. I Tristan think appreciates that shit. Yay no? basically gave Tristan a, a presidential pardon from the family. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, like, right. That's a good point. That's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Like, he's almost like, yo, Tristan, I got you, my G. Don't worry about it. You fucked up, but yeah, yeah, got you. And I got, I I swing a lot of cloud over here in in this family now. So (laughs) we. Tristan needs it. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, he's getting out rebounded by Steph, too, in the series. Just FYI. Yeah. 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 Facts. I just love Steph. Sorry. But, um,. Some of those gifts you were posting were funny as fuck. I'm not even gonna flex. Thanks. The one where he opened up his uh, warm up, so great. That shit was so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, go check out Juice's Twitter at Juice Ali at Fake News Juice. Fake, fake news. news Juice. Shout out Mike. Anything he posts about the Warriors is fake news, so that's facts. <laughs> exactly. That moniker is real. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I throw a lot of bullshit on there. That's why yeah. it's fake. But let's keep it moving. We kind of touched. We kind of touched on our favorite tracks and why. I thought that was a hot ass take, Moose. One more, one more big shout out. Yeah, of course. Violent Crimes. Um, I can't even look. I can understand why people like that song, but I don't got a bay like that yet. So, or I don't got, I don't got a baby yet. I wasn't really rocking with Violent Crimes. Maybe that when much I'm a dad. Either. It was. Yeah, I, it, I, I liked it. It was okay, but like the rest of the shit. I will say this about the album. It. Doesn't flow all that well. Yeah. Not at all. I don't know if that's on purpose. I don't know if he did that deliberately, but like it doesn't flow that well. So a good point. to close, like to come out of Ghost Town, which was fire, coming off of No Mistakes, which was crazy, mm-hmm. to close with Violent Crimes, I was kind of like, kind of random. I could have like, I I could have if it wasn't Kanye and someone else that I'm not really rocking with, I probably would have cut that shit off, low key. Yeah. Like in the middle of it, I've been like, yo, those six tracks before that were solid, but uh, this is the last track. I'm good. Man, I think the production process was with Ye, it's always like last second. Yeah, last he, second he literally, him and Shake finished that song. They finished Ghost Towns the day that, that, that the album came out. Mm-hmm. And like that album was all created that week. Yeah, and Kanye ta- or Kim talked about that album cover. They were driving somewhere in Wyoming and he took it on his, his, cell, yeah. his celly. Yeah. And was and that's the cover, you yep. know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean that's yeah. So spontaneous. And that's it's good that you mentioned that because my beautiful Dark Twisted, 
like the bridges between the songs, the flow is it's a, just it's, it's immaculate. It's immaculate. Mm. It's mm. a it's perfect, right? Th- that's like an album that would take that you would think would take like five, six, seven years. Like that's <laughs> to make. Yeah, it's like to put that together. <laughs> yeah. Like the the type of yeah. like editing and all the shit that would have to go into that he he bodied that shit is just next level yeah absolutely he was we've talked about that album a bunch but yeah he was just in a perfect transition to put that masterpiece together the way he he did it was fucking amazing and he was yeah we don't talk about yeah he was fucking. just before we end this i want to give one big shout out to uncle charlie yeah yeah he always comes yeah (laughs) (laughs) always comes through on the vocals man yeah all right let's uh since we were talking about you know the album making process i listened to pusher t's breakfast club interview actually really good yeah and it's funny because they don't talk about that drake shit all that much it's like okay you're on the show because you're wild hot right now because of this beef with drake but they talk about it for a second and then it's like all like creative process good music being the president how you know how daytona came to came together and you know the album's coming out like when this when that interview was recorded yay wasn't out yet but he was talking about like when that's going to come out and how it's going whatever how do you feel about the album length being seven tracks and yay confirming that well daytona was seven yay seven yay has confirmed that him and cuddy will be seven Nas will be seven how do you feel about the seven track, twenty minute long album? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent about it, quite frankly. I uh, I get that it's a whole different time with, in in terms of how you create music and how you release music and how your listener digests music. So I get that the attention span is shorter. Like we are, like literally, literally, our brains as a human race are becoming smaller in terms of like how much we can digest and how much we can pay attention to. So that's one thing I think that's definitely in the mix for uh, these artists creating s- shorter pieces of music. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty indifferent about it. I, uh, I know that the Ray Shrimmer, their last album, Shrim Life 3, was like 30 tracks. Oh, yeah. It was like three albums. So yeah, it, was, it was, I think it was, tw- I, I want to like say 26. it was like, yeah, something like that. It was it was Sway Lee by himself, Jim by himself, and yeah. then them together. Yeah, yeah. Pretty fire album. FYI. Fire. And I don't even I don't even deal with them like that. But that shit goes. That yeah. shit goes for sure. So I think I think it's just about um, I think it's unique to each listener. Honestly, I think if you a lot of people have gripes with these short albums. One of my boys out in Jersey was texting me this morning, talking about well, why is there only seven tracks? Like I need more. Give me more. Like, dude, just take it for what it is. Listen to it for what it is. I'm okay with it. Like, I'll 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 listen if it's ten tracks. I'll listen if it's three tracks. I'll listen if it's twenty three tracks. So I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it gives people a reason to complain mm. and to kind of just bicker. It's a good talking point. I think it's just interesting. The music is changing, and uh, we, we'll take it for what it's worth. You know, the shit's fire regardless. Mm. I think when uh, when I look back. On the summer of 2018, I'm gonna remember. I'm not gonna remember each individual album. I'm just gonna like start just playing tracks, right? Yeah. Because this whole good music wave is not that different from the good Fridays that we had before uh, Dark Fantasy came out, right? Except we're getting full EPs 
each and every week. I think when I look back and start playing tracks from here, I'm just it's not it's gonna the lines are gonna be blurred. I'm gonna play tracks from Ye, Daytona, Kid C Ghost, whatever Nas is gonna be called, Tiana Taylor, whatever. It's just part of this big movement for me, you know. And I think it's not cohesive, but there's gonna be a lot of tracks we're all consuming that are gonna be fire. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. That's just too short. <laughs> Seven tracks is too short. Period. Too short for what though? Too short to be for me, like an album is supposed to be a full body of work that has flow to it, that has like kind of a story to it. I loved all I love the majority of the tracks. I like the music. It's too short. When I when we talk about sitting on the couch and settling in, I had just was vibing OD and it was over. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So like that's Play why it again. that's no right. And I, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. You know what? It's fourteen tracks now. Run that shit back. Yeah. So I, I, I feel you, but it's it was too short, bro. Twenty minutes. There. I can walk to work and bang that shit. I walked here tonight and banged right. it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> And then I played it again. And I'm not taking all I'm not like I said, I'm not taking away from the music at all. But seven tracks is too short. Now, I do have some tidbits on that. With the streaming shit, how that relates for album sales or what? No, so look, the, the way Pusher put it was that him and Kanye talked about it. Because Kanye, basically in the Pusher interview, Kanye was, uh, Push was talking about how Kanye was basically like, we're going to make it seven. Like You can argue with me if you want type shit. Like, yeah. But this is gonna, it's going to be seven. Yours is gonna, we all, these, they're all going to be seven. Push was like, no, nah, I want to put out more tracks, blah, 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 right? Yes, more traditional. And then they, so then like once Push accepted that it was going to be seven, they did some research and to be Grammy eligible, you need to be five tracks, 15 minutes long. That's it. Wow. So wow. that's a nugget to take away from that. So it's Grammy eligible. That's considered an album. Per the Grammy standards, wow. are you are you saying they're doing the bare minimum? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm also saying they were running out of. Little, I, I bet you, if they had more time, they probably would have made it more tracks. I think yeah. it's very convenient that he has to produce four albums, and they're all seven tracks. I mean, he couldn't produce four albums that were 15 tracks, 12 no, tracks. Couldn't. It's too. It was too much, right? So, another tidbit that Push said was Kanye felt like artists were bombarding people with too many tracks like you were getting albums that were 30 tracks oh yeah, yeah. and it was quality like album. quality control yep that's quality, the oh, that's first that. thing came to mind was quality control yeah. and like there can be some buried gems on quality control that i don't know about because we found them all. i i didn't <laughs> 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 but like you feel what i'm saying yeah like he that, that i thought i was like wow that's interesting because that is true like this is a lot of tracks that I have to go through. Because, like, if we're going to sit... Like, so say you're a big-time Migos fan, like we're big-time Kanye fans, and you sit on the couch and listen to that shit, you're going to be there fucking an hour and 45, two hours. Yeah. yeah. That's that's true, because uh, Culture 2 was also, like, 21 tracks. Yeah. And that shit is weak. The, I, in this case, it's like, it's literally <laughs> it's literally quantity versus, quantity versus quality. Because I think if Kanye keeps it down to seven tracks, he can actually devote all the time to it, right? But yeah, you have a thing game. like like QC or Migos, like I don't know if you remember this joint Mediterranean. Of do I remember? Bro, it. it's like track seventeen. I like Ooh, to listen it's to the amazing. Full album, but it's 
it's so buried underneath. It's so saturated. There's just Dude. so much going on in, in one South project, Africa. You know? And it's oh. funny because if you dropped a 15-track album and seven were good, you'd be like, that's a good album. Mm. So maybe he's just like, let's just come out with as much heat as I can, and that's we'll just make it seven. There's something to be said about that because there's like eight or nine very legit songs on quality control, yeah. and that could have been the whole thing. And you'd be like, this is a classic. Yeah, facts. As opposed a good point. to, I got 28 tracks here. I'm not listening to all this shit. I got South African, Mediterranean, uh, Too Hottie, and I'm moving on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, yeah, it, it presents weird dynamics. It's weird. I like it. I like it. I'm okay with this. G- give, me, give me seven tracks, Dad. And I think also, I bet you part of that other stuff is Migos is, probably, is making so much music. And I bet you they, I bet you they loved all, a lot of those tracks. Like these are all hits. Yeah. Well, these are thirty hits. What are you talking about? Yeah, Quavo loves, <laughs> like, loves everything. Right, everything. like these, this is twenty eight hits. Like everything. put them, put them all out. <laughs> put them out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stop, so, stop. stop it up. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. That hey, like Super. they did their due diligence on the Grammy thing. I thought it was interesting that Kanye said like maybe ours have been bombarding people with music. It's too many tracks because I kind of rock with that because. It is a little overwhelming to like open up a track. Listen, it's 23, 24 songs. You're like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was interesting. I want to get your guys' take on this Wyoming listening party. Mm-hmm. I feel like there had to be, I don't, I'm not going to name any names, but there were some folks that were at that listening party that two weeks prior were clowning Ye, saying he's an Uncle Tom, he's this, he's that. Are they clout chasing? What are they doing in Wyoming listening to this album if the week prior you were saying Kanye's a clown, I don't support him, yada, yada, yada? Yo, it's crazy that Rhymefest is there, right? What, nah, what nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm about to say, there's no way folks' goofy ass was there. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, yeah. Clout chasing is an interesting term because that, that, that exists. Absolutely. <laughs> like, that exists. That was, um, by no doubt, the biggest event of that week or whatever it was. No, Everyone was up no there. Doubt, no right. doubt. And the owners of the ranch are, like, pissed. They're saying no more. You, you nah, remember I, that? I no saw more rappers. That, yeah. No yeah, more rappers. Like, if I had known this was going to be that, I would charge them 50K. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't fucking relax. Right. Um, borderline racism. Low key. But um, no more rappers is that's that's that that's, could, that's cold word that, for a lot of cold. different shit. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. But, Especially in a place like Wyoming. Yeah, for sure. What did you think about the party though? I thought it was chill. Did you watch the? Um, I didn't watch. Y'all gotta tell tell me about the stream. I didn't watch it. So the stream started off. Um, you get like three different views of this big ass fire. Mm-hmm. Um, reflected. It was beautiful. Horses huge, in the back. Huge lawn. Mountains, horses, bonfire, and you get these two speakers that are ready to go kind of on each side of the fire, and you can see, uh, they give you like three or four different angles of this fire for about, you know, an hour plus, Mm -hmm. Um, and then people are starting to kind of congregate around this fire, and you see Chris Rock kind of take the stage. Um, it, it was separate almost. There was a there was some separation between the fire and the stage, mm-hmm. right? It's like they had been recording the fire already, and the stage was a little bit off off the camera. So it's a bunch of muff, muffling in the background, you know, buzzing people talking and whatnot. The fire crackling, and then Chris Rock uh, steps on the stage, little uh, landing they had there. I saw that, yeah. And he talked. It was actually hilarious. What he had a great bit about moose. Yeah. Oh, that was so <laughs> funny. Like. 
Yeah, he was talking about the moose. He's like, I ain't never seen this many niggas up here. Right. <laughs> like the moose. The moose right. is like talking. Right. Hilarious. Um, so he did his little spiel. <laughs> it was amazing. He did his little spiel. Um, gave a quick thought about Kanye being free. Said something about how rap is the first kind of like free um, form of art for yeah. like this generation of black men. Um, so that was kind of deep on a couple levels. How do you feel about the event though, as a whole? Like what he did, how what he put, how he put it together. Like the thoughts on the listening party. I thought it was cool. I thought it was fine. I had no problem with it. I mean, I have no problem with anything he does. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I thought it was cool, but I think you were talking about clout chasing and like there's like a it's, for me watching the event was cool, but there was like a certain toxicity of clout chasing that I, I could see on the screen, you know? It's like, who, half y'all people were just talking shit about him for yes. sure. That never came and to my mind. I never, I never thought about that. But, like, like the hype beast community is just, like, it's almost like, oh, I was here first. I was here. Yada, 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 right? It's, yeah. I feel like the fact that you're there and you're on camera or you're recording whatever is, like, you're doing this to leverage clout, in you my are. opinion. You are. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I think I didn't the, think like about that at I all. bet you, I was Kanye struggles with that part because mm. I think in his, deep down he would like there that his those people to be there with no phones, yeah, and just enjoy the music and yeah. have conversation about creative and etc. But he knows he has to run this promo yeah. wild, yeah. so it's like a little bit of like a, he, I think he battles with that. Like I think if he could choose, mm-hmm. it would be like I mean I guess he can choose, but. There's money at stake. Yeah, because he's sensitive. He's mm-hmm. sensitive. And he, he crowdsources. You know what I'm saying? He goes through comment sections. He he yeah. has people. He does that himself, I'm sure. And he has people who read that shit. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I don't think you can, like, cut people off of the listening party because they might have tweeted something shitty or commented on something shitty. I'd, I'd like to imagine that if they had those conversations, they had whatever take they had about Ye's comments. They would decline the invite. Exactly. Be mm. real about that shit, right. or just like have a, a smart and a, 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 an objective opinion about whatever it is that he's done with a person in person, right? Like talk to somebody face to face. You don't have to go to the internet with all your gripes about dad's comments about Trump and slavery. Like that shit is lame. So yeah, I think it's a it's a cool dynamic that that it presents, like exposing the fake motherfuckers. Yeah, I was I was happy to see Chicago was in there heavy. Yeah, DJ Ferris WGCI was there. Was Ferris did. GCI was in there. Yeah. They had a bunch of the Chicago folks that were in there. So that was good to see, man. At the end of the day, it was creative. It was a another never never done before type of thing. Yeah, he got people to go out to Wyoming. Mm. I mean. The, the the whole thing has never been done before. It was different. It was cool. So, at the core of it, I think that's it. So, I rocked with it. What do you think of the uh, Wyoming and Chicago event that happened yesterday? I don't know anything about it. I knew, I know, the only thing I know about it is that it happened. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't see anything. I know Ju said Chance and D. Rose and those guys were up there. Um, I saw a bunch of cars lined up, like, in this lawn, mm-hmm. like, leading up to this little structure and little pop-up shop. So it was in DeKalb, somewhere out in DeKalb. Yeah. About I, fifty about fifty miles. Uh, I Google mapped the thing, it was like at a farm. So yeah, it was like another ranch type deal. Literally. It was like Maple Lake. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, so I mean that's cool. Give let, let the people from Chicago experience that as well. I think mm-hmm. he did another one in L.A., Miami, Miami. So that's cool, man. And think about one thing. Hold. Think about. Think about this. It would have been dope if he did it before the album dropped, but yeah. that yeah. would have been cool. Yeah. The whole setting about sitting around a fucking bonfire and listening to music with your friends—that's all he's doing. Facts. That's all he's doing. Like we've all that done true. that. We've yeah. all done that. That shit's so casual in college, mm-hmm. or even right right now when mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of bonfire opportunities in the city. But you get what I'm saying. Like that is just sign. I mean, it's just like a very simple thing, casual, and he's making it a bigger ordeal. Yeah, he's just showing it on a bigger scale, and like I think that that's cool as shit. I think this comes full circle with the converse, the very first question we had here. How do you process music? When you're doing it at a bonfire. Yeah. I think Ye would have liked it better without smartphones and like recording equipment. Because I think yes. at a very instinctual level, you he wanted people to enjoy music. Literally right, right next to the fire. Summertime Shy is finally upon us. We made it. It's 70 degrees looking like every day plus going forward. I was at Wrigley last night. Shout out my boy Jay Hayward. Went deep. Sali was there too. We I weren't was. together. But um, that was my first game where it was night. I wasn't cold. I had on a little long sleeve, but I was chilling. You know what I'm saying? And before yeah. that, I got some grub. I sat outside. I had a couple beers outside. It was wonderful. Yeah, man. Ugh. It's so great. I was there too, obviously, and the vibes are so warm and the energy in the streets is just so geeked. Everybody's just so happy. Like, how could you not be? It's what keeps people around, keeps people coming back from that those crazy winters. So, I had a couple people hit me on uh, the DM on No Catch Up Chicago on Instagram at No Catch Up Chicago. Follow that. <laughs> DM me, and they were like, "Yo, couple like a couple fans from that li- used to live in Chicago." that now live in, like, California and L.A., mm-hmm. or California and Florida. And they were like, yo, summer's coming up. Like, make sure you enjoy that shit. Like, that's the that's the one thing I miss. So I was talking to Juice about this earlier. We've been traveling a bunch. I need to keep my ass here for the summer more than I do. Because it's like we complain all winter and talk about summertime shy, and it gets here and I leave six or seven weekends out of the – out of the four months, it's like, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. But um, let's talk about a couple of our favorite things to do in the summer. Moose, we can kick it off with you. I already know Sali's gonna be at the beach and at Wrigley. Pretty much it, yeah, on the river, red, on the red line. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, I'm really right. crazy, man. It's crazy because I'm I'm still kind of a newcomer to summertime shy. Yeah, that's what's up. I back when I was young, I used to go to Thailand every summer. So like I, I'd skip this and come back when it was like fall or some shit, you know. But um, for the last I don't know five six years I've been there, I fucks with the beach heavy dog. Like like Lighthouse Beach up in Evanston. Up in Evanston, that yeah, that is my shit. Wow. You got a beach token, huh? You got a beach token. Wow. I need to get a token for that. Yeah, I've been. Sli- I've been You've been sneaking light, on. You've been walking on. Yeah, 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 light, yeah, lighthouse is super, super flimsy. You can get in there in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, you don't need a token, low key, to get up at the lighthouse. I mean, yeah, dude, you, and it's, it's secret like, entrance too. It's relaxed up there. Yeah, definitely. Like it's Baha'is right next to it too. Yeah, like to go find like a little peace of mind. Yeah. Uh, there's so many festivals going on. It's kind of like 
it's hard to figure out. Like, if I go to Rib Fest, can I do Bacon Fest the next week? Can my heart you handle do anything that you- shit? <laughs> You know? Can my cholesterol level handle all this <laughs> exactly, shit? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's like there's so much stuff to do. It's sometimes paralyzing, but not really because it's just like we, we're surrounded by the cold for, what, seven months of the year? Yeah, it's crazy. It's almost like you feel pressure to do a lot of shit during the week. Yeah, because the cold's sneaking right back it's on like us, right? When I catch myself sitting in the crib like on a Saturday morning or afternoon, I got like I force myself yeah. to leave, well, like whatever it is. When yeah. it's warm out here, it's like... You got the urge to get out. Definitely. Don't just you don't. don't just sit in the house, you know? I did do division this past weekend. I feel like everybody did. Was it fun? It was packed. Was it was fun? cool. Man, I this is what I did. I'm going to tell you what I did. I had a good time. Found a little corner that was playing the best music, and I posted right there. I got some grub. They got, like, the food trucks lined up in the middle. I got some eat? grub. What'd you eat? I, dude, I got some lobster rolls. That shit was off the hook. Was it from Luke's Brown Bag? I don't know. You know? All right. That that's shit like, was that's banging, like that trendy though. trendy shit. It might have been Luke's brown bag. That, they had these lobster mozzarella bites Ooh. that were crazy. Dear God. Yeah. It was Yeah, it was fire. So I kicked it, bro. It was cool. Hey, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for putting some sunglasses on, throwing on a little, a little fit with some nice kicks, some sunglasses, <laughs> yeah. and just getting some grub, having beverages, and watching people go by. Man, I could do that shit all day long, no problem. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was cool. It was it was funny to see all the young dads out there, like the in the tweeners that are like new dads, but they want to catch that vibe still. Yeah. So like out there with like a fresh ass stroller and shit. Yeah. Baby got on head headphones and shit. But they still got Jameson and Ginger. Right, exactly. <laughs> <What> they, <laughs> except they got a Jam- the Jamo Ginger in the other hand. So yeah, bro, it was a good time, man. I'm looking forward to just being outside doing all that. Yeah. I'm kind of the same as Moose um, to the effect of I've experienced summertime shy, but a lot of the time the last, like, 10 years, you know, I've been traveling for baseball, like, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Like, nine, ten weeks of summer, you know, Wednesday through Sunday. So that kind of leaves, leaves a nigga with not a lot of time. Right. <laughs> right? I, I like to chill. Yeah. Right. So, uh yeah, I'm I'm actually sticking around a little more this summer, so I'm gonna hit. Um, I'm trying to hit some fests. Uh, Fulton Market, I heard, is one of the best. Oh yeah, the one of the best Randolph street, street Market or whatever. That I, one, I, yeah. I think Fulton, like actually Fulton Market, right right there next to the mid. Yep. Um, I think they have a nice jump off every year. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a big block party over there too. Yeah, my fault. Go ahead. Like like they go crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm actually going to uh, Borussia Dortmund versus Man City at. Soldier Field on July twentieth, the International Cup. Yeah, that's Sick. gonna be a vibe. Yeah, I'm really, ha- I'm really excited about that. Man City Dortmund. Yeah, hopefully, er- versus, hopefully, uh, a good amount of motherfuckers Borussia. play. One, when is it? Man. The date? It's July twenty first, I believe. Okay. Eight, 8 p.m. Damn, that's tough. Oh, the, the you 20th. might get the second tier niggas just because the World Cup is is ending. I'm sure we will, but maybe not because Cats got to get ready for because the season starts up right after that. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm it's just cool. Excited to catch that vibe at that venue. Like, I caught Liverpool like a couple years ago. I've never been to a soccer game. Okay, word. So like that shit will be cool. Yeah, that'll be definitely be cool. Um, one thing, all y'all need to check out the River Taxi, dog. Check out the River Taxi. It's eight dollars all day, unlimited rides. Go back and forth from Michigan Ave all the way to Chinatown. You can get out and walk wherever you need to go. It's the ultimate vibe. Wait, 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 wait. It's eight dollars. Yes. For 
unlimited rides for a day. That's a day pass. Eight dollar day pass. I didn't know this was a on thing. the river taxi. I thought, what? I thought it was just those Vibe. architecture tours. So why are people paying for architecture tours? Because people like fucking getting in lines. People like having <laughs> people like tour guides. Yeah, people like information. Yeah. I was in Brooklyn last week. This is a little bit of a tangent. And we went on a, a bike tour of Brooklyn yeah. and it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And we had this little headset and dude telling us tons of history about Brooklyn. And like that's just people want that that type of like structure. Right. That's why they don't just hop in a taxi and just like go. Like that's really what it is. And the architecture tour, I've I've been on one of those before. But I'd imagine it's the same type of thing, yeah. right? Does yep. it go does it go north at all? Because this just goes No, nah, it doesn't go, just go north. south of Chinatown and then back here to uh Michigan and it just goes back and forth. Yeah, that's about that's about what the architecture tour does. Word. So yeah, but that's a really cool way to see the city. You can catch um, it at Michigan. Yeah. At the Deucebel. You can catch like it. Like that bridge right there on Michigan and yeah, like right Wacker. You gotta go underneath. You gotta go to Lower Wacker. Um right by the um what's that restaurant we talked about that one time? You're talking about uh, Jake, uh, Dude I know what you're talking about With the green awning Don't even trip Oh, oh The Beacon oh, oh. The Beacon the be- Tavern Beacon Tavern It's there underneath the Beacon Tavern Is okay, where right. you can catch The uh, the water taxi And then it'll, it'll take you to It'll the, run you to Chinatown though Yeah I need to spend and, and there's like three stops Three it, or four stops It's a goal of mine To spend more time in Chinatown Same This summer Man, Same. There are so many hidden gems of Restaurants out there dude. I gotta get over there Like I've been here my whole life And I've probably been over there Like three times Yeah And Same. two of them was field trips You feel me When I was a shorty so I need to get over there and check out some grub and kick it over there, catch some culture. I got yeah. you, bro. I'll Take be the, the taxi ambassador. Over. Yeah, you be the over. ambassador. Take the taxi over for real. That's the, dope. The, the taxi's cool as shit. I'm gonna get on that because uh, I've been trying to take some new pics from a new perspective. Oh man, get in the river. Yeah, it's so fire. I bet, dude. It's so fire. Eight bucks all day. Eight bucks. I'm with. I'm about to ride that shit like three times. Eight bucks. Yeah, that's Eight a bucks. yeah. That's that's a sleeper. Yeah, it sleeper is. gem right there. Eight dollar water taxi. But yeah, oh. summertime shots here, man. We're going to be working all summer, and we got the studio coming up. This yeah. shit's coming soon. Stay locked for that. Um, we're going to be shooting a lot of video stuff, just a lot of different stuff, a lot of different content for y'all to check out. For Moose, Juice, I am Sean Little. Field level, we back at it. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Listen up. Hey.